Father, we thank you for the songs that have been sung, the prayers that have been prayed, the opportunity to worship you in giving. And now as we look into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our hearts and that we will grow thereby. We thank you and honor you for it all. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are now into the third episode of our series called How to Be Thankful. And isn't it kind of appropriate how we have gone through this right in time for the one holiday that nobody thinks about all year until November? And most of the time, the retail stores don't even think about it. Because if you go into the most of the retour, retour, the retail stores today, you see nothing but Christmas. In fact, I was walking through one store, and they had Christmas stuff in August. And so we have to really realize that being thankful is not something that comes to us easily. That's why we went through the series called How to Be Thankful. My opening statement for today is, is our strongest hope is in the unshakable kingdom of God. And because of that, gratitude is the result. We are encouraged that as Christians, we are a part of an immovable, firm foundation that no earthly circumstance can shake. We reflect on the life of Christ as faithful and good and on his promise that he goes to prepare a place for us in his unshakable kingdom. And so uh, we started off on this journey, our first episode. We talked about the potential of the recognition as we began to be thankful and have gratitude for what God has done and what God is doing. And it's not nothing that has to be a big, expansive thing. It could just be thanking God for waking you up this morning. Then we talked about the practice of the repetition to continually do this. Because we realize that we are not being thankful for the situation. We are being thankful in the situation. The situation is the situation. But our mindset in the situation is what we want to focus on. Because if we are thankful in every circumstance, we have discovered that this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. So are you saying if I got three flat tires and I ran out of gas, I should be thankful? Amen. Um, that's what I'm saying. Because we're being thankful that God is able to provide you with three tires and some gas. We are not allowing the power of the situation to overcome our ability to acknowledge God in all our ways. And then here we are, the final episode. The final episode, we're going to talk about the permanence of the kingdom. The permanence 
of the kingdom. So that makes us have to go to our definitions. Our first definition is gratitude. Gratitude is the state of being grateful. Thankful is the next word, which means being conscious of the benefit received. Permanence, the quality of state of being permanent. Continuance in the same state or place or duration. And kingdom. Kingdom is the eternal kingship of God, the realm in which God's will is fulfilled. We're going to jump into two sets of scriptures today. The first one's going to be Hebrews, the 12th chapter, starting at the 22nd verse. And then we're going to jump over to Romans, the 14th chapter. Both of these are in the English Standard Version, and it says this, starting at Hebrews 12, 22. It says, But you have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels, in festive gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who warns from heaven. At this time his voice shook the earth, and now he has promised, yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, that is, things that have been made in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, after all that, therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for God is a consuming fire. Romans 14, starting at the 17th verse, English Standard Version says this, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by man. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it will reside in the recesses of our heart, in the soil of our hearts, that we will grow thereby. So we want to look at this in this manner. Yeah, this manner. This manner is the kingdom of God is not going to change. If the kingdom of God is not going to change, then... Our thankfulness, our hope, our faith has to, should be, we would want it to be established upon a firm foundation. Amen. So the firm foundation that we're able to be thankful for is the kingdom of heaven. Y'all catch this tomorrow morning. Because it's going to be a little complex for a moment. So if we can establish the fact that our foundation 
is solid, then we can stand on that foundation knowing that when things come our way, our direction, that we don't have to worry about things coming underneath us because we're on a solid foundation. I don't know how many of y'all have ever had an opportunity to go surfing. All right. I don't know how many of y'all have ever had the opportunity. Okay. All right. We're going okay. The surfing illustration not gonna work today. All right. Have you ever went to step and you was on the wrong step? Yes. And your foot went a little bit further than what you now for that moment when where you thought your foot was going to step and you missed it, you probably had this feeling of, oh man, this feeling of anguish hit you. But then when your foot hit that solid uh, foundation, you felt okay. One of the worst things to have happen is when you're on a patrol in the middle of the night when there's zero illumination, that means it's dark outside, and you walk in without lights anyhow, and you're trying to watch the person in front of you, and we had these things on the back of our helmets that had two little, little luminous things on the back of our helmet. And one time we was walking, and the person in front of me disappeared. I didn't know where he went. And so I stopped. And so the guy in back behind me walked into me. He said, what's going on? I said, I don't know where that joker went. And what had happened was he was being a smart aleck, and he covered up his, 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 uh, his we called him cat eyes. He covered up his cat eyes just to see what I was going to do. I was like, I ain't going to, I don't know if he dropped down. I don't know if he went right, went left. I ain't going to get hurt. And that's the same thing if we are not sure, then it causes us to have a level of anxiety. But I, I want to assure you today, you all, that the kingdom of heaven is not going to change. That we have to continue to have our potential of, of, of uh, repetition. We have to have our, uh, I mean, recognition. We have to have our practice of the repetition. We got to continue to give thanks. We continue to show gratitude because in our showing of gratitude, we are acknowledging God and the kingdom of heaven is what we are sure of is true. If everything else is going to fall away, Jesus even said that heaven, which is permanent, it's going to pass away before his word will pass away. It lets you know how solid the kingdom of heaven is. And not only how solid the kingdom of heaven is, but how solid the word is. So if we can know that the word is permanent, we know that the kingdom of heaven is permanent. Then if we establish ourselves in a kingdom mindset of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit... Then, in the midst of craziness, we can still be grateful. In the midst of ignorance, we can still be grateful. Because gratitude is not about feeling happy or having a great emotional reaction. It is a mindset. It is a posture. It is a, a discipline 
that comes from our identity being strongly held in who Jesus is in our lives. And that his identity is in the unshakable foundation of God himself. And the kingdom that he has gone back to prepare you a place for you to hang out with him. Now this also brings up the fact that the kingdom of God is not only in the heavens, but is also on earth. And so as we are lifting up the name of Jesus, as we are elevating his name, as we are magnifying God for all that he's doing, guess what happens? It causes the power of the kingdom to be more manifest here on the earth. The Bible says, wherefore we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. We who are Christians, we per pertain to a kingdom that is permanent and unchanging. I said God, but the commentator, I'm sorry. We, are pert we pertain to a kingdom that is permanent and unchanging. The meaning is that the kingdom of the Redeemer is never to pass away. The opportunity for redemption is always present. We know that even when we slip and fall, that he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And because of this, because of this knowledge, we can be grateful. We can show gratitude because if he can do it in that part of the Bible, guess what? He can do it in the other parts too. So, as we look through history, we can realize that every earthly kingdom, every earthly kingdom has fallen from a point of prominence. Every kingdom. But the kingdom of God which stands forever will not fall. So, we should have the mindset to keep our citizenship in the heavenly kingdom activated. We should keep our mindset so that we shall do the requirement of the heavenly kingdom. Now, some of us are saying, well, the United States has been going on pretty good, but the United States at one time was considered the world's only superpower. But now it's no longer considered that. Because every earthly kingdom shall fall. And so we have to realize that to establish ourselves in the kingdom of heaven. To operate in righteousness, which is God's way of doing, being, and living right. Peace. Now, when we talk about peace, we're not talking about the sensation from conflict. We're talking about being content physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Yes. The Jewish folks say it like this. They say shalom, which means peace that is whole and complete. And so we want to operate in the mindset that we are... Uh, being, doing, and saying, living rightly according to the word. We are holy in peace. We're not allowing things to come against us and making us feel like we are overcome. 
And the last thing is joy. Joy is having an excitement about whose you are. Joy is not about happiness. It's about being excited in whose you are. So you can be joyful in a bad situation. Because you're excited about who have you. If you're not the oldest, then you, you may not. You may, well, if you are the oldest, you may not get this. But if, if you are the oldest, you may get this also. There is a. I was just thinking about it. Then I say, well, maybe there are situations where. The youngers would go out and call some some situations. And then they would go and get themselves ready to get jacked up. And the first thing they would say is, I'm going to go get my big brother. I'm going to go get my big sister. Why? Because they knew that no matter what situation they got themselves in, even if it's totally their fault, when they go get their big brother, big sister, they're going to come and rescue them. Well, I want to let you know that even in the midst of any situation you get in, that you can go to your big brother, Jesus. And in Jesus, he will give you the victory in the situation. Now, let me tell you something about getting, getting out of them situations. This is what you may not, they don't say a lot when they talk about this. Now, once your brother rescues you or your sister rescues you, they take you around the corner and then they talk to you or they beat you up themselves because they like, you're not getting us in this situation again. And so even when Jesus rescues us from the situation, there is a level of correction that comes. There's a, a level of a conviction that comes to make sure that we are walking in a righteous manner. God's way of doing, living, being right. So since the kingdom for which we have hope in, this confident expectation is unshakable. It cannot be shaken. It cannot be moved. Then we should not be shaken from the grace that that kingdom provides. We should be giving thanks because of this grace. Because this grace, this, this favor that we have, this, this empowerment that we have received is now maneuvering us to become more and comply more into what God is doing in our lives. And so as we walk in this, we should realize that the fact is God is a consuming fire. And the thing about a consuming fire is that it, it clarifies, I mean not clarify, it cleanses and removes impurities from whatever it is that it is consuming. It burns it up, and what's left over is what's called the remnant. And in the remnant, especially for us, us being vessels of honor, we want to have the gold remain. And the gold is what God has empowered us with. He has put in us in order for us to reflect his glory to those that we encounter. 
That's why sometimes we go through situations. And I'm quite sure that when a pot is being designed and you, and you put it in the kill in order for it to go through the fire, I'm quite sure that if it could have legs, it would probably try to walk out of that fire because nobody likes going through the fire. But if we realize that in the midst of the situation that we're going through, if we focus on being thankful and grateful to God, knowing that in this situation that he's working something in us or out of us so that we can conform more to the image of Christ, then it gets our focus more on what God is doing in lieu of what's coming against us or on us to try to prevent us from achieving or receiving what God has for us. So we want to lock in our minds the fact that the kingdom of heaven is unmovable. The kingdom of heaven is where we can receive the gratitude, the, the, the acknowledgement of the joy that is set before us. And so as we're going forward, as we're coming out of the, mount, the month of November, and after we have gone through this series of how to be thankful, let us remember that our thankfulness is not based upon what is happening around us. It's our acknowledgement of us being on a firm foundation that cannot be moved and that we are being conformed more so to the image of God as the image of Christ as we are moving forward into what God has for us to do. So many of us are, are feeling the pressure of the situations because we have uh, lowered our eyes to look at the situation instead of elevating our eyes to look at God and the kingdom of heaven. So the last thing for today is this. We should be encouraged that as Christians we have, we are part of an unshakable, we are part of a firm foundation that no earthly circumstance can shake. And as we practice the repetition as we continuously thank God and we acknowledge God and we bless the name of the Lord for all that he has done for us. And as we meditate on the life of Jesus and how he has set the example of how we are to go through this world. And that we also acknowledge that his promise is this, that he has gone to prepare a place for you. And if he has gone to prepare a place for you, then that means that he's going to come back, pick you up, and take you so that you can be where he is. With all that in mind, with all those promises in place, we can be thankful. We can be grateful. There's an old song that I remember growing up, I, I used to really enjoy this song. It says, look what the Lord has done. He's healed my body. 
He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. And if we could just focus on just those little things, because some of y'all minds really needed to be touched. Some of y'all bodies really needed to be touched. Some of y'all needed to be rescued at that very moment. And if we can't find anything else to be thankful for, let us thank God for him touching and being with us in all those times. And the funny thing is that once he's done it, he's going to be with you until the end of the age. Now, if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, heaven is not a permanent place for you. Because the prerequisite of you entering into heaven is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And it is not a complex matter it is a matter of commitment. The Bible says this. It says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So simply what it says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so our desire for you today is that if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, is to make that decision today. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Because I know in your life, if you do not have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there is something missing. And I'm telling you the key to that missing component is having Jesus in your life. Now this is the thing. If you have made that decision today, we're going to come alongside you. Our desire is to assist you along this journey. I say this every Sunday that this is not an individual event. This is a team sport. We are in this with you. We are in this together with you. We are there to assist you along this journey. Whether you're here in the sanctuary or wherever you are in the world, we want to come alongside you and assist you. And so in order for us to do that, we need you to contact us. You can email us at info at godshousecc.com. That's info at godshousecc.com, or you can text us at 864-920-0100. Contact us. Let us know that you've made that decision. We will come alongside you, assist you along this journey, because, again, this is not an individual sport. This is a team sport, and we desire to come alongside you and assist you. Well, friends and family, that is episode number three. It is now in the books. The permanence of the kingdom. And know that the kingdom is there forever. It is our firm foundation by which we can stand on. 
It is the firm foundation by which we can give praise, honor, and glory to God. And that it will never change. It is forever and ever. Amen. Next week we're going to start our Advent. We want you to come along and be a part of that. Our young people are going to be uh, in charge of that. I am so excited to see how they're going to put it all together. And for us to celebrate the coming of the risen king. Well, until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name.